0: From Indianapolis, with an eye on every corner of the state. This is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. March in Indiana. Time to hoop it up and highlight exceptional Hoosier women in business. There's Jennifer Rumsey running the show at Cummins. Leah Curry guiding the team at Toyota Princeton. And Inez Evans driving the bus at Indigo. Pam Witten leading the charge at IU. Sue Elsperman at Ivy Tech and Don't Sleep on Alicia Johnson at IPS. The Ursay Daughters flexing in the National Football League. Hall of Famer Tamika Catchings taking her success on the hardwood to score big in the business of tea. There's Teen Gucci pushing the ball forward in Indiana Tech and Elaine Beetle changing the game for Indiana Tourism. The Queen of Cuisine Martha Hoover cooking up a game plan to rule the restaurant scene and the Good Bones gals showcasing Indy's chops to a national audience. A powerful lineup of Indiana women bringing the crowd to its feet. Welcome to this special edition of Inside Indiana Business, celebrating influential Indiana women. I'm Mary Rachel Redmond, inside the Indiana Farmers Coliseum at the State Fairgrounds. And as you can see behind me, March Madness has officially tipped off. The only college championship being played in the Circle City this year: the Horizon League men's and women's basketball championships. And the brains behind the operation that makes it all happen: Julie Rolash, the commish who brings quite a resume of her own to the hardwood. From an All-American on the court at Milliken to becoming the first female commissioner of the Horizon League in 2021, Julie Rolash has made quite a splash in her two short years as commish, including a multi-year media deal to extend the league's partnership with ESPN and securing the Horizon League championships in Indianapolis for the next four years stops. So this is kind of behind the scenes at the Horizon League Championships. Right. You know, we've got the uh, the cheerleaders here, we've got the Pep band over here. So, so how do you how do you manage all of this in a couple days?
1: It's, well, it's absolutely our team. We've got a small but mighty staff that we've we, Throughout the year, we work on the logistics. Where do the buses go? Where do the fans enter? Making sure they all have credentials. And this is the best part, right? Because I, all of our teams bring their cheer and dance and their bands. So it is a full collegiate experience. It's not just the teams. It's so many of the other collegiate stu- students being a part of the action.
0: Why is Indianapolis a great headquarters for, for the Horizon League? Well, it's a great place for our
1: tournament because we said we want to be in a central location and a destination city. Our headquarters has been here for now 40 years. This is the perfect home, I think, for any, any sport, especially basketball. But our city has really embraced the Horizon League and helped us make our champ, and not just this championship, we host
0: other championships here too, make them community events that amplify. Main image likeness mm-hmm. has really changed the landscape of college sports. You know, in terms of the Horizon League and, and mid, mid, mid-major uh, sports, especially women, what have you seen? In the Horizon League, it's been an
1: incredible opportunity. We said, how can we bring together all 3,000 of our student-athletes and capitalize on that. So we struck a deal with Open Doors, which is a national vendor in this space, created a league-wide online marketplace. It's a little bit like Match.com, but very safe. <laughs> and student athletes go on there, they build their online personas, and then brands go on and can hire them.
0: It's not just the money.
1: No, right? it's not at all. But it is, there is some money to be made there. When we checked in with Open Doors and got the report, our top three earners, student athletes, were three women's basketball student athletes from Youngstown State, and they had gotten together and frankly talked about how to build their brand, and then they really learned how to take advantage of this marketplace. So those three together were just under $40,000 that they earned combined. It is a real learning opportunity, and our women's student athletes, they are our highest earners right now.
0: What can people expect from the Horizon League you know, in the next couple of years?
1: You're going to see incredible Division I competition happening in our league, and then you're going to see us impacting our communities, not just in Indy, but in our, our six-state, ten-city footprint.
0: You know, for men's basketball, women's basketball kind of slowly comes from men. What, what are you most proud of as Commissioner of I'm proud
1: of what you see right out here, our student athletes. They are not only making it happen on the court, we have over a 1,000 student athletes that are on the Horizon League Academic Honor Roll. They are leaders in their community, making real impact, doing the behind-the-scenes service because anytime an athlete walks in a room, a child's face lights up. I'm proud that we are able to represent them and provide
2: this platform.
0: Well, perhaps the best college hoop story in the country this season involving a Hoosier coach with deep Indiana roots. In just nine seasons at the helm, Terry Morin has taken a bottom-of-the-barrel program in Bloomington to one of the premier teams in the country. Marin made IU history packing him to the rafters at Assembly Hall on senior night for the first ever sellout in IU women's basketball history. Marin, a Seymour Indiana native, played college hoops at in-state rival Purdue, but she's traded in the golden black for Cream and Crimson, and it's a good look, especially as head coach her Hoosiers are 27-3 on the season and looking at a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. I am obviously humbled by all of it um, but uh, none of this is done alone as you know uh, I have a terrific staff one of the best in the country with a terrific uh, team uh, that has really propelled uh, you know this 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 happening and um, I can't tell you how grateful I am for those people that I get to work with every day um, but um, you know we have we have Hopefully, a lot of basketball ahead of us. Again, the Hoosiers likely a number one seat for the first time ever in the NCAA tournament. Either way, a historic season for Terry Morin and the Hoosiers. I'll be back later on the show with some more on some popular new women-owned businesses, including a place for plant people to meet, Ace to Easy, and more around Indiana with Yelp's Brittany Smith. Plus, a dirty task for anyone caring for a baby is going high-tech at the Indianapolis International Airport. Or on Fluey's new partnership with the airport.
3: At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community. PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services
1: Group, Bank. all rights reserved. The description for museum director originally said the museum was looking to attract a more diverse audience while, quote, maintaining the museum's traditional core white art audience.
2: My name is Claire Pierce Burnett, and I have the honor and the pleasure and the gift of serving as the president and chief executive officer for Newfields. We the Culture was the first exhibit opening under me. This is a step in us moving towards becoming an anti-racist institution. As a child, my mother used to take me to every, my sister and I, to every museum in Cleveland, and she would drag us there. (laughs) And I have distinct memories of not really seeing myself in the art, and I really didn't want to go. So Mm -hmm. here I find this collision in my own life where I have an opportunity to be responsible for a museum that is bold and brave to sponsor these beautiful artists. My vision is for us to continue to execute the mission. And the mission is to enrich lives um, with exceptional experiences with art and nature.
0: Colette Pierce Burnett, the woman now in charge of creating a more inclusive experience at an Indiana cultural gem. More on her impact at new fields in this week's Business and Beyond podcast. Welcome back to this special edition of Inside Indiana Business featuring influential Indiana women. The world's first and only self-sanitizing diaper-changing table for public restrooms was co-founded by a DePauw University grad and mom looking for a new high-tech way to tackle a dirty job for parents. Business of Health reporter Kylie Valletta is in studio with more on a new partnership for Cluie.
3: Rachel. Pluie co-founder and chief operating officer Brittany Heiser is an Indy native and Ron Colley high school grad. Her Hoosier connections are a major reason why the company just landed its biggest business deal yet. The Indianapolis International Airport is installing nearly 50 Pluie changing tables, making it the first airport to fill every public restroom with a Pluie. Brittany Heiser joins me now with a big Pluie update. Welcome back to the show, Brittany.
4: Thank you so much, Kylie, for having me back. All
3: right, well, the airport just won Best Airport in North America for the 11th year in a row, and that award is based on customer experience, which is a great segue to Pluey. Give us a quick refresher on Pluie and how it improves the diaper changing experience.
4: Yeah, so Pluie is the world's only self-sanitizing diaper changing table for public restrooms. So what that means is when a family member comes to change their child, they have that peace of mind that the table has been properly sanitized, therefore keeping their baby safe from harmful germs and bacteria. And it's pretty fascinating how it does that with a
3: uvc light when you close the diaper changing table it's pretty amazing okay so this is the biggest installment of pluie yet in the country so congratulations on that what is the significance of this deal for your company
4: yeah so the annapolis international airport as you said is the first airport nationally to purchase pluie for not only the nursing rooms but also every restroom throughout the airport um, the world's best airport now has the world's best diaper changing solution. Um, and this is also our largest single site location in the nation. Um, and we're just so proud to partner with Indianapolis Airport to provide the best traveler experience. And our hope is that the airport's decision to install Pluie in all their restroom uh, restrooms influence other Indiana businesses as well as other airports nationwide to consider Pluie. All right, you also have giant news. Pluie appeared on Shark Tank
3: just days ago. Based on when we're taping this interview, there's a lot that you can't tell us, but what can you tell us about your experience on Shark Tank?
4: Yeah, Shark Tank was a dream come true. My family has been um, avid Shark Tank fans since the early days. It was the hardest secret to keep because we actually started the application process in February of last year. For season 14, my business partner, Addie Gundry, and I flew out to L.A. in July. Um, They call it Shark Tank for a reason. We were in front of the sharks for about an hour. Um, And, you know, being a commercial business, a B2B business, it was truly an honor to, one, not only get the chance to film in front of the sharks, but also to air. So this really has been our opportunity to get Pluie out there to a national audience and share our mission as moms trying to change the table. Okay. Only about 20 seconds left, Brittany, but Pluie is for
3: businesses. Like you just said, you're launching something for parents too, which is really neat that shoppers can take home with themselves. Tell us about that.
4: Yeah. So our vision is to build, you know, this brand and business that stands for health and safety for families on the go. And we're launching the Pluie Pret changing mat for families to use when out in public and until Pluie diaper changing tables can be in the four million restrooms nationwide, they can take a piece of Pluie with them. So really to capitalize on the Shark Tank exposure, we just kicked off a pre-order campaign for uh, the Pluie Pret changing mat. So check it out. It's on our website. Well, this is our special women's show. I know you said women at the
3: airport really helped push that deal over the finish line. Thanks for joining us today on the show.
4: Thank you so much, Kylie.
3: Well, she spent more than 20 years covering politics and government for several news organizations, and now she's the woman behind the pages you read of the Indianapolis Business Journal. We'll go one-on-one with IBJ editor Leslie Weidenbenner next.
0: Welcome back to this special edition of Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick showcasing influential Indiana women. Well, the Indianapolis Business Journal has been around for more than 40 years and continues to be one of the most authoritative voices covering central Indiana business. Leslie Weidenbener spent more than two decades covering politics and government before she landed at the IBJ. She's been running
5: the show as editor for the past two years. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I always enjoy being here and this is especially fun.
0: Well, you are an influential woman.
5: Well. Thank you. Head head,
0: head of, you know, head of the head editor there at the IBJ. You know, what what have you seen as the biggest change or maybe surprise, particularly for for women in business here in central Indiana?
5: Well, it's interesting just to talk about journalism in general, that when I was first in school, most of the uh, women, most of the students were women, And when I got into reporting, lots of the journalism reporting positions were held by women. But over time, really, we've seen a lot more women climb into management. And I think that we're seeing that same thing across Indiana business in general. Although you'll see that still at the very highest levels of public companies, still not a lot of women there.
0: Why do you think that is?
5: I just think it takes a long time for women to climb up through the ranks. And, you know, women also take out time to do other things in their lives that sometimes mean that it takes a little longer for them to get into positions.
0: You know, as somebody that, that, that's that been around this for, for a while, what, what kind of advice, I guess, would you give to somebody that wants to jump up into a management
5: position? I think you just have to work really hard and you also have to talk about what you want to do. You have to let the people who you work with know that you're interested in moving into another position because you never know when those discussions are really going on. You never know when the opportunities might present themselves. And then you always have to be thinking about what can I do to show that I can do more than my job? What can I talk about? What suggestions can I make that will help people see what your value could be in another role? You know, you talk about having big discussions. Um, last uh, last month, you
0: guys came out with a huge issue in the IPJ talking about downtowns at a crossroads, really. Can, can you can you talk about that issue a little bit sure. and some, of, some you of know, the fallout from it?
5: We started out with the goal of just doing a few stories about downtown, but what we kept running into was that there was so much to talk about, there was so much context, that doing one one big story was unrealistic. And so we decided that we would really focus on having almost an entire issue focused on downtown. Then we could have separate stories about crime, about what it's like to live downtown, about all the projects that are going on downtown. So everybody on the staff participated. And it was an enormous undertaking for us. But we are absolutely thrilled with the results. And we feel like we learned a lot. We talked a lot about crime and how the perception of crime appears to be much worse than the reality. We talked about the fact that there are $9 billion in projects underway or in the planning stages downtown. Uh, And we talked about a lot of the challenges, too, related to homelessness and a lot of those issues. The reaction's been really good. Leslie, thank you for joining us.
0: And coming up, Indiana women also making their mark in everything from speakeasies to botanical bars, to a must try all day cafe in the heart of downtown Fort Wayne. We check out the new and hottest women owned businesses around the state when we come back.
5: Here's what's making news around Indiana, brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors, Indiana's 21,000 Realtors, the neighbors you know, the experts you can count on.
0: Cruisers like to keep it local when spending their money, and Indiana women-owned businesses are reaping over reward. This month's Trendiana is shining the light on five hot new women-owned businesses, and Yelp's Brittany Smith is here with the 411. All right, Brittany, let's get right to it. You're in Westfield right now. Tell me a little bit about something. You've got um, an, an interesting yes. little tool with you. Yes,
6: Westfield continues to boom, and rail is a great example of this. I've got a fun little drink here, Mary Rachel. Check this out. This is their Mel Mosa, in honor of the owner, Mel. uh, This is actually just a Prosecco, and they do a splash of orange juice on top. Isn't that like a perfect mimosa? So it's one of the fun examples of their menu. It is a farm-to-table establishment, so they've got a little shop. As soon as you open the business or enter the business with a lot of great local products. They're known in their Yelp reviews for the cheddar dropped biscuits and chorizo gravy. They also have a lot of fun flair like this. They got the biscuits Mm -hmm. with the fried chicken and grits. The menu is amazing and they do a lot of things around sustainability including composting up their food scraps with another local women-owned business. It's just a really fun spot to check out.
0: All right, Brittany, this next one is called A Place for Plant People to Meet. Explain.
6: (laughs) Yes, got to give credit to the owner, Victoria. She dubbed it as a plant place or a plant people place to meet. And it's just a great example of how you're seeing more and more of these plant shops opening up. It's located just a stone's throw from Mass Ave. It's a really fun place to go to learn how to not only Um, purchase your house or house plant but how to care for it so when you take it home or when you gift it keep it alive that's always one of the biggest struggles right and it's just a really fun place to also check out um, some gifts to get for your friends
0: and heading to Fort Wayne in Allen County Ophelia's looks like a nice place to to grab a bite.
6: Yeah, this is a women-owned all-day cafe, so it's located in the Well Street Corridor. Some of their most popular and interesting dishes that you'll find in the Yelp reviews are their Steak Benedict, their curried Cauliflower Dip. Um, It's set in an old home, so folks really love the atmosphere. It's really cozy and a fun spot to hang out, and they're serving brunch, coffee, and tea during
0: the day. And how about the Vaults Indy here in Indianapolis? Yeah, the Bates
6: Hendricks neighborhood just continues to grow and blossom. And this is a great example of it. It's a new 20s and 30s speakeasy. So you have to get the code to enter the business. Really fun and playful. Um, and one of the things that the Yelpers really love is their mint julep spritzer and the apple. Apple butter, old-fashioned. That one's definitely catching uh, catching my eye
0: for my next visit. Um, that sounds delicious. And kind of last but not least, Saturday Sangria in Crown Point. A little misleading when you hear the name. <laughs> yeah, when you first hear it, right? A gluten-free bakery located
6: in Crown Point, like you mentioned. So this is a great spot, especially to go if you have dietary restrictions. So think about dairy-free, sugar-free, keto. Um, some of their popular desserts there at the Saturday Sangria are the German chocolate cupcake. And then you got the classic chocolate chip cookies there as well
0: that all looks absolutely delicious Brittany as always great stuff thank you thanks so much Mary Rachel that's all the time we have this week thank you for joining us as we looked at some of the amazing things influential Indiana women are doing before we go a snapshot of some inspiring women and as Gary would say go out and make it a successful week
6: Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business television podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.